Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. This is Terry Gillen, and uh, our show is The Unbeaten Path. So what I've been, the reason for the name for the show, I don't think we've ever gone into that on one of these, is uh, that I have grown up as a mystic, and so my entire life has kind of been on the unbeaten path, where everybody else is walking the beaten path and kind of looking for alternatives and that kind of thing. I sort of live in the alternative and uh, walk maybe a little parallel to people who are on kind of more of the beaten path. So um, so that's kind of the premise of the show. We can go in a lot of different directions with our topics. And I'm always looking for people to send in ideas for topics. So I hope that if you like what you're hearing and you'd like to hear more, you've got some ideas of topics yourself, uh, if you would just let us know here, you can just message me through Blog Talk. And uh, you can also find me at mysticaltruth.com and on Facebook. And uh, so I hope to hear from some of you as we build this show. And uh, I hope you'll subscribe to us so that, so that you can uh, just get notices about when we're doing shows and that kind of thing because it does tend to be uh, a, little, a little all over the place at the moment as we find what is the best time for us. So uh, if you listen to our last show, you'll know why we don't do them in the late afternoon because we had someone call in and you tend to get the people who are the pranksters calling in in the afternoon. So from now on, we're going to try the mornings, I think, for a little bit and see what happens there. So welcome to The Unbeaten Path. Again, I'm Terry Gillen. You can find me at mysticaltruth.com. I am a professional psychic, medium, and mystic. I teach classes. I help people empower themselves and find their own answers, uh, kind of learning to be your own psychic. Because frankly, we all have this ability. Uh, some of us are able to hone those skills a little better. We have a better natural ability for it. But everybody can do it. I, I compare it to running. Pretty much everybody can run but uh, some people are just a lot better at it than others. <laughs> so uh, you won't see me running in any marathons anytime soon, but psychic stuff I'm pretty good at naturally. So um, I look forward to building the show and building my relationship with the listeners. Feel free to contact me here. So what we're going to talk about today is what we see in the world, <clears throat> we have that saying, you know, what you see is what you get and is what you see what you get with people and that kind of thing. But what people don't talk much about in my experience is the fact that there are different levels of sight as the observer and there are different levels of being as one who is observed. So when I was younger and I'm younger, younger, and I uh, I didn't understand this premise. This is a premise that just came from my own life experience. 
I used to just innately see the best in people. I'm what they call an angel communicator, and so I work a lot with the angelic realm. And so that whole, uh, it was a hard life lesson for me when I realized that that whole, you see another is what you have in yourself, right? When that, that really hit home for me, because I realized if you don't have uh, the ability to, um, say, scam people or be completely dishonest or... If you don't have that within you, it means you typically don't see it in other people as well. We say we have that saying in our society, but you know, it, it we forget that it also applies to it applies to good things, it applies to bad things, it applies to all of it. So, I probably around the in my 30s, I'm 52 now, so probably in my 30s somewhere, I realized, wait, wait, wait a minute. Um, Everybody has all of this potential. So what I was seeing in people was their potential. I was seeing their light. Because I'm an angel communicator, I see the light within people. And so I saw the best in people uh, just by nature. And so I would get stomped and run over and knocked down. And it was kind of this um, almost like, God, what is wrong with this girl? She's constantly, uh, I guess you could say constantly a victim, right? Although I didn't really... um, I've worked hard to get away from the victim concept too. That's a whole other show. But I, I was constantly getting bulldozed by people, <clears throat> and I didn't understand it because I didn't feel that I was, you know, there's a whole universal law. You're get, you're you're attracting what you're putting out, and that was not fitting for me. And I just didn't understand it. What what was happening? So I was raised with the universal law, and that was my go-to. Uh, and I have a very firm understanding of it, not the stuff that they sell you in the books. And uh, we do do a, a series on universal law that we'll be bringing out online for people soon because the uh, personal development gurus don't give you all of it. They, they don't give you all of the information so that you have to keep coming back. Um, I will not do that. I will give you the information so that you can work with it because uh, that's what I was raised with. Anyway, so universal law is you kind of get what you give, right? to break it down very simply. I was not giving this this kind of energy out. I was loving and compassionate and not perfect by any means, you know, I was kind of a little party girl and a little rebel and whatever, but but I didn't go out and blatantly hurt people or scam people or take advantage of people. That was never me, you know. And so I couldn't understand how it kept happening to me. And then I realized if all I'm seeing is a pure potential in people, that's very nice. But how many of us never, ever are actually coming potential, right? That's the light, that inner light that is within us. And so it's lovely that that's what I was seeing in people and holding space for in people, but that doesn't mean that that's where they were coming from, right? So... So, for instance, um, we'll just, I'll just say a generic, the guys that I dated when I was younger. Um, I would see that pure potential and that beautiful light within them. But that doesn't mean that's what they saw within them. And that doesn't mean that's the place they were coming from. So that's not allowing for people's, for people's blocks, obstacles, all the stuff that kind of gets in our way in human life. I was not allowing for that. I was seeing them at their very best, and that's lovely. But that's not where they were at, just say. 
right? They were still working through stuff. They didn't even know that that potential was in them in pretty much every case. So how could they come from that place <clears throat> that I was seeing? And so there was a miscommunication. I was seeing something within them that they didn't even know they had. And expecting them to come from that place. So I was expecting something that they couldn't deliver. And it's because I didn't even, I didn't hold space for where they were. It was kind of disrespecting where somebody is and where they, where their process has taken them. I didn't mean to be disrespectful, but that's kind of what was happening, right? So uh, as I started working with this, I started looking at, okay, this is what I see in you. This is a potential. Too bad you can't see my hand gestures because I talk with my hands a lot. <laughs> so I would, there's a lot going on with the hands. So I would see their inner potential, <clears throat> and that's what I would be relating to. That's what I was falling in love with or that's what I was connecting with. Well, they were coming from some other part of them, right? The rebellious teenager or the person who had mommy or daddy issues or insecurities or whatever it might be. And so we were completely missing each other. So I had to stop and see, okay, what is the potential in this person? Is it something I'm attracted to? Great. Now put that to the side, and then I had to get a handle on where are they actually coming from? What, who are they in their day-to-day life? Not who are they as a being, as a soul, because while that's good to know, it really has with earthly living. Unless a person has really, they're really evolving and they know their own potential and who they are at that core as well. But that is very rare. And so I had to start seeing, okay, I see this potential in you, but where are you coming from now? And, and how do I need to handle that? Right? So there have been many business deals and, and uh, clients and friendships and whatnot that I have had to step back and just witness where is this person coming from at the moment because we are energy and energy is fluid. So it's ever evolving and ever changing. And this is why when people say, you know, you're not the person that I used to know or you're not the person I married after 15 years or 20 years. Well, of course they're not. You know, the energy is ever flowing and ever evolving in one way or another. And so, uh, so we have to look at people regarding where they're coming from right now. And we have to compare it to where we're at right now and do the two meet. Do the two, uh, are they harmonious? Are they disharmonious? So just take our awareness to a whole new level. It's not really more work because as we do this, we're not dealing with drama, miscommunication, that kind of thing. Not as much anyway. And it gets to be less and less as we go along. So 
when we are interacting with people, whether it's at home, in very personal relationships, acquaintances, business, any even watching commercials or uh, um, being at seminars, that kind of thing, it's important to get a feel for where is this person coming from? How much do I listen to them? And, that, and understanding that that is not the BL and end all. So you may have somebody who is a beautiful soul, but they haven't discovered that about themselves yet. And so the beautiful soul may be selling land on Mars, right? little scam going, oh, everybody's going to Mars, I'm going to sell land on Mars, it'll be great. You can be the first one in on the deal. They may be a saint on the inside, but if that's not where they're coming from, if they have not found, it's, it's all about have they found their own integrity base yet. And if so, are they coming from it authentically yet? And so sort of gauging that, <clears throat> it allows us to see how, how close do I want to get, how much do I listen. It doesn't mean, oh, I'll have nothing to do with you because you're not the most pure, authentic uh, version of yourself. Because honestly, I don't know that any of us really get there on our I don't. I don't know, um, maybe a few. But I've been working on it most of my life, and I don't know that I'm entirely there yet. You know, I'm very integrity-based, but I'm not perfect. Sometimes I mess up. And so it's not to be judging, it's to assess where is the harmonious range. Is this somebody that will blindside me? And do I just compensate that and make sure that that doesn't happen by being aware, not by being afraid, not by being uh, defensive, just being aware so that we're not caught off guard. We don't want to ask more of people than they have to, uh, to give. We don't want to ask more of them. They can only be who they think they are. If we all could be who we really are, that would be great because so many of us are here from the light that it would be a lovely world if that would occur. However, that's not really part of the earth experience. We come here because earth is a bit like a school. And so we get a lot of lessons as a spirit. It's a, a 3D so we can gain traction. So we're never really going to be our most pure whole selves while we're on Earth, at least the majority of us here. Um, so we need to also be aware of where are we coming from, how far are we from our own integrity base, and what aspect of ourselves would we like to bring out more of? And that's a constant because we are evolving and we are flowing because energy is not stagnant. Yeah, potential for growth always. Refinement. It's a bit like sculpture, making a just making a beautiful piece of artwork, and it's something that we can tend to just forever. It's a little bit like gardening, you know, it's just maintaining that and allowing it to become the most beautiful version of ourselves that we can or the most whatever version of ourselves that we would like to become. It's just a self-awareness. <clears throat> and so while we're seeing other people, 
at different levels. Okay? So I may look at someone and see their pure potential. Somebody else next to me may look at someone and see uh, not some the pure potential, but but some of the uh, the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful, the whatever it is, because it's a bit of a reflection. So it goes back to that uh, what you see in others, you have in yourself. Typically, what we see in other people at first is something that we either are working on or need to work on within ourselves, or that we that we recognize about ourselves. And so when we look at other people and we tend to make a little bit of a judgment about who or what they are, in many cases it's based more on us than on them or on our past life experience than on our relationship with them. So it's very typical for men and women when they're, you know, getting into new relationships. Uh, okay, so I start seeing someone, and I remember when I, my ex-husband and I were early on in our relationship, and uh, <clears throat> I had, you know, of course been blindsided by all these people, um, and so I was kind of on guard with him, right, because this is just what people do in relationships. They hurt you, right? So I was very on guard, and I kind of, without meaning to, was acting as if I was protecting myself from the things that other people did so that he couldn't do them to me, which is very common. But, you know, he had grown up together, and so he was able to talk to me like maybe other people couldn't have. And uh, so he looked at me one day, and he just said, you know, it's, I understand what, what's going on. I understand that you've been hurt before and that kind of thing, but you have to remember that I'm not the one who did that. You're condemning me for what other people have done to you, and that's just really not fair because I wasn't the one who did those things. So it really was a bit of a wake-up call. It's just so simple, but sometimes we just don't think about it, right, because we just are where we are. And um, so in that situation, I had to stop and say, okay, am I even seeing him? That's another Part of this is what you see, what you get, because how often do we look at someone, particularly in business and intimate relationships, but we look at someone and we see what everybody else has done to us, we, whether it's good or bad, right? We see what our past experiences have been, and we project those onto the people, the, the person that is in front of us now. Well, that doesn't actually have anything to do with the person in front of us now. We're basically using them as a wall to shine our projector upon. So <clears throat> it's important for us to see and to be aware enough to say, wow, okay, I'm not even seeing you right now. <laughs> I'm not even, you know, in that particular instance, when it came to my well-being, it's like I turned off my eyes shut to him, and instead all I saw were my past experiences projecting themselves onto this person who was standing in front of me. He became a wall for my projector rather than what I was actually looking at. And it's a, just a quick trigger that happens. It can happen in just a moment. And so it's 
for us to have healthy, happy, harmonious relationships, it's really important for us to recognize when has that switch flipped? When am I seeing you for you? And when am I seeing you but as a wall for my own projector to just spew the experiences of my life onto that wall, right? So part of this is the key almost always in everything in life is being self-aware. And so as we gain understanding for ourselves and see what am I expecting for myself, have I even seen my own potential yet? If so, how much of it have I allowed myself to see? And do I tell myself that I'm just imagining it if it gets too good? Because that's also very common. So it's learning how to see the different levels of ourselves because we have that pure potential. And then we have all these, you know, we have the inner child and the inner teenager and we have the conscious and the subconscious and the this and the that and the other. And, and so it's all these kind of layers wrapped around. It's almost like bubble wrap wrapped around our true inner being. And so it can only shine through to a certain degree. And so we tend to focus our energies on these other levels of us. And if you, uh, there are many, many teachings and writings about our different bodies. So we have, you know, like the, the physical body and the mental body and the energetic body and the, I don't know, there's all kinds of different bodies. It depends on which, which book you go to that they, they call them all different things. But I would encourage you to look into some of that. What are our different bodies energetically? Because that's what I'm talking about, these other bodies around our true inner being. And <clears throat> we all have them. So we are looking through these levels of bubble wrap, right? Other people's levels of bubble wrap <laughs> to get to their true inner being. And so it just is um, finding that harmonious, it's, it's kind of like a dance, you know? Just finding that harmonious balance. And where is this person coming from and being aware of where where we're coming from individually is so important. I hope this is making sense to you guys. I know it's early in the morning and uh, we don't have any callers on the line. Most people listen to this show via the archives. So if you are out there and you have any questions, feel free to call in and ask. Um, it's just me here doing the show today, so uh, I promise that I will get to you um, as soon as I see that you're there and, and it's right to get to you. Uh, and if you have questions or comments on this and you are listening on the archives, I encourage you to message me through Blog Talk and just kind of give me your thoughts. And if this sparks any other questions, please let me know so that we have topics for upcoming shows. Um, this is just kind of what I do and how I live my life. So I, don't, I take it as normal. And I've come to understand over the recent years that this is not necessarily how people live their lives out in uh, out in the regular public, so I uh, just had a very different upbringing, you know. So <clears throat> um, I live on the unbeaten path. <laughs> so please feel free to contact me with anything that you might want to share or ask about this subject. So what what else does this affect in our lives, right? What if what else is this? What you see, really, what you get, kind of thing. Uh, how can we be aware? So when we go shopping for things or when we go to get a job, when we 
talk to our kids, when we adopt a pet, whatever it might be, we are coming from wherever we're coming from. And if we don't know where that is, then it means that we may be misperceiving things that are in front of us. So this self-actualization is very important, but also just the understanding of, hey, you know what? Things aren't always as clear as they seem. Maybe I just ask a couple more questions. Maybe I just clarify things so that there's a little less miscommunication, right? So say you're looking for a job and a job and you do an interview and that kind of thing, or you see the company, and I know everything's online now, so you apply online because you think this company is going to be wonderful, or, or you don't apply because you think a, hor- a company is horrible, and you, you're thinking you probably don't want to be there. But you don't know because where are you seeing them from and where are they presenting from, right? So it's taking, taking a step back to gather the facts is very important. So, for instance, uh, we go to – I just want to stick with the, uh, the job reference. Um, we go in or we apply online to a place, and we all of us do it. We have an expectation of what that probably means, right? So I remember one time I got a uh, – because I was a stay-at-home mom, and then uh, things went a little wonky in the marriage, and I had two kids to raise pretty much on my own, and so I had to go back to work. <clears throat> and so at that time, really the only job I could get that coincided with my kid's schedule was uh, telephone sales. <clears throat> and so <laughs> I brought a whole new dynamic to telephone sales because I was actually respectful of people. And uh, my goal was to leave them smiling whether they bought what I had to sell or not. A very interesting experience. But I remember walking into this this place, right? It was this office in Florida. And I just, I had to get a job. And I was a very stressed out single mom of two boys at that point. And so uh, the lady is talking to me. She's way younger than I am. She's talking to me about this job and it's commission only. And I'd never done commission only. And I thought, this is crazy. All right, but I'm so desperate that I have to accept anything that comes my way at this point, right? So I accepted the job, and I, it's funny because years later I found my diary that I was writing in at that point, and the entry for that day was, well, I took the job. I'll keep going there just to keep the momentum going, keep the energy of, yes, universe, I would like a job. Yes, universe, I would like some money. I will do my part, you know. Um, but I'm only going to keep it until I get a real job, <laughs> real job. Well, I ended up making more money at that job than I had ever made anywhere. And I am still to this day in contact with those people. Now, I was probably late 30s, even maybe early 30s. I don't – we'll go with mid-30s. There we go. I was maybe mid-30s, and I'm now 52, and I am still in touch with those people. They became such a huge part of my life. Uh, and. And it was a real job. It was something that gave me so many life experiences. And we were able to, I think that we kind of helped each other shift and mold and grow. And, and uh, so I brought something different to that office um, that, that they hadn't necessarily seen before, I think. And vice versa, they taught me a lot about work ethic and, and uh, the beaten path, right? Because <laughs> I had never been really on the beaten path. 
Um, <clears throat> so, you know, you show up, you 10 minutes early is, is on time and that kind of thing. And so it was, even though I didn't see this as a quote real job when I walked in the door, that was actually probably the single most, um, profound experience that I had in the work world ever in my life. And it lasted, I don't know, a long time. It was for those kind of jobs anyway, five to seven years or something. I don't know. It was kind of a, it was just very strange. It was really neat. And, but when I walked in, I was kind of looking down my nose and I was, um, isn't even a real thing. This is a scam. This is whatever. Well, it wasn't. What they were selling wasn't a scam. And I wouldn't have stayed had it been. So I really didn't think I was going to stay very long. And then I found what they were selling was not a scam. It was actually a really good product and a really good service. And, um, and I could feel good about it. And so it turned out to be not at all what I expected. Because how was I seeing I was seeing it from my expectations of what I had seen in the world and what my experiences had been. I get trampled. I get this. I get that. And so um, if it's out in the real world, beware, right? And so uh, it was an interesting and eye-opening experience for me. This was another one of those profound experiences that led me to the realization of Understanding that I'm seeing people and places and opportunities from wherever I am in those different bodies, right? And so it's not that I'm necessarily seeing it from my purest self. And so I have to remember that and not project my experiences onto new things and people and opportunities that come my way. I have to see them for who they are. And it doesn't mean we negate our past experiences because obviously life experience plays into this, we just don't want to let it overtake things, overrun things, because very often we, we go to either the good experiences and we stay or keep ourselves a bit naive or oblivious to the, the stuff that might not be so pleasant, or we live in that not-so-pleasant place and that's all we see and we don't see any of the, the pleasant that could be coming our way. So when we become self aware, we kind of step back into the center and we say, okay, well, we had good experiences as we would define them, and where is this new opportunity that's in front of me, where is this coming from? And where are the people that are behind it coming from? And, and is that harmonious with where I'm coming from? And understanding that that is ever-evolving and ever-changing and so that can go in a lot of different directions. So this whole experience of being on earth is a consistent um, evolution. So everybody that we're interacting with, every opportunity that we're interacting with is shifting and changing, growing, decaying, whatever it might be. It's, it's always fluid. Energy is always fluid. So when we go into something and we expect it to stay the same always, that, well, frankly, is just silly <laughs> because there, it, there's this saying, you know, maybe you guys have heard, if you're not growing, you're dying. Well, they kind of say that offhanded, but for real, if you think about plants and anything that is 
um, nature-based, right, it's either expanding or contracting. And so it's not like once you're expanding, you forever expand or you forever contract if you're contracting. It's kind of like the waves in and out, you know. And so once we begin to understand that we're energy uh, and every thing and everyone around us is energy, which means that it's always fluid, always moving, always in motion one way or another, we begin to understand that every moment is a new experience. And so we want to, as long as we are self-aware, as long as we know where we are coming from, and we align ourselves with the parts of us that we most want to encourage to grow, then our intention will allow those aspects of ourselves to grow. <clears throat> because we are putting, we're shining the light on those, we're feeding the food to those, we're feeding the energy to those, and we're, we're growing those aspects of ourselves. So it's fine-tuning our own energy. And as we begin to do that and we understand where we're coming from, just like anything else, once we understand one side of it, it makes it easier to understand the other side of it. So then as we're interacting with the world out there and the people out there, it's easier for us to know which is harmonious and which is not with our own energy and where we're coming from. So this may sound like, to me, it sounds very normal because this is how I grew up. And this is, you know, uh, just a fine-tuning that I've been doing all my life for so long. Um, and, you know, luckily this is my profession and so this is what I focus on. And I know it's not the same when you're in the in regular world on the beaten path and you've got, you know, I mean, I still have bills to pay and kids to raise and all of that. I still have normal life going on. But I also understand that I'm not necessarily out in the regular world where um, I don't interact. Uh, I'm, I'm very blessed in the people that I'm around, I'll say. And uh, and so I know that this is necessarily the way that people talk and the things people focus on or talk about focusing on and that kind of thing. But if you can, in your own private time, just take a little bit of time here and there. And it doesn't have to be hours. It can be a minute, 30 seconds, five minutes, here, there. A lot of people do it uh, when they get behind the wheel of a car or when they go to the restroom, frankly, just different times where you have a moment. You can just take a breath, kind of feel that breath move down the core of your being. Remember who you are. Remember the things that you would like to grow about yourself and the things that perhaps you would like to see less of. And just allowing yourself to take a few seconds or a few minutes to just remember that so that as you remember that, it reminds the cells of your body, it reminds your mind, it reminds your spirit, it reminds every part of you who it is you would like to become. And in doing this, you're working with those parts of you that you have within because, again, if you see it in others, you most likely have something like it within you, right? And so is that an aspect of you that you want to grow? 
or is an aspect of you that you would like to not feed more to? And so this is where we uh, want to align with people who are doing things that we would like to see more of in our life. It's not so much, oh, I see that outside of me and I want to bring it to me like a lot of the gurus talk about, a lot of the, the personal development people. Actually what it is is, hey, I recognize that in you and I really like that aspect, but I know that if I recognize in you, that means it's in here somewhere inside me, and I would like to bring more of that out. So it's instead aligning with uh, the person or the, uh, the quality that you appreciate and saying, okay, I want more of that, and it's kind of like, okay, this is a, a lighthouse, a beacon for that part of you to align with so that it can step forward. So it's not that you're bringing that into your life. It's actually that you're bringing it up and forward within you. It's already there. If you see it, if you appreciate it, it's already there. But trying to bring it into your life is, well, excuse me, but it's backwards. That's not how it works. So you align with these people, and you maybe have more people with that quality showing, coming from that place, and you have more of them around you so that it is easier for that energy within you to move forward. It's giving it a home. It's setting the energy for that part of you to come forward and know that it's, it's welcome. It's time. Look, you're bringing more of that into your life on the outside. So that means that part of you on the inside can move forward a little more freely. You're empowering it to step forward. And as it does so then it takes, then it fills up more of a percent of your energy. And so the things that you maybe would like to not empower, not really bring out, can begin to kind of step back a little bit and not be as big a percent of the energy that is being projected out into the world, that is being uh, come from, the place that you're coming from. So... Our self-awareness is key. Understanding universal law for what it really is is key. Uh, even um, I just actually heard this on uh, an uh, Abraham Hicks uh, book that I just started listening to. It's um, something about your, the power of your emotions or something. Um, in the uh, preface or chapter one or something, it's very in the very beginning. Jerry Hicks is talking about how. Uh, even thinking you're rich, they took the parts that really matter out. And the secret, I watched the secret, and everybody was, ooh, the secret, ooh, the secret. And I'm watching it going, they're, they're withholding information. I grew up with it. I know this. This was kind of my Bible. And the ancient teachings, and the I know what they're talking about. But they withheld so much information. The secret, the the movie, the book, the all of it is, Oh, I just get so mad. <laughs> because they only say enough to destroy people. Frankly, I mean, yes, you can use those things that they talk about. And, and I don't mean to bash the secret. It's lovely that they brought it out. And Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill, that's a classic. And, you know, I've read it a times and I read through it and I go, well, yeah, but there's something missing, you know. Well, I just heard in this 
in this uh, book by Esther Hicks um, that that they had cut the vibrational speak out. So it's not like, ooh, you evil people, you're holding back the truth. It's From what I understand with Think and Grow Rich, it was that the people who edited it said people are not going to understand this stuff, so they pulled it out, thinking it didn't really matter. And in fact, it was the basis of what everything else was wrapped around. So you can't get rid of the vibrational facts when you're speaking universal law because universal law is vibrational. They are vibrational laws. And so we can try and try and try to understand, but the things that are out there typically don't, uh, don't allow us to have all the facts. So this can be kind of frustrating because if you see the people that are involved in these things, in these projects like The Secret, you can see that there's a uh, – it's good to look and see where they coming from. Just because they're on a movie or in a book or, you know, whatever it might be, doesn't mean they're perfect. None of us are. Okay, They may be successful in this arena, but how did they get that way? What is your feeling about them? Some are lovely. Some, in my feeling, I, I kind of step away from and don't refer people to. Um, because I see people from where they're coming from. I'm not judging them because maybe they think they're being 100% in integrity because that's where they're at at the moment. But is it really? Or is it going to kick me in the butt later? Or is it someone who seems like they're a mess and in fact they are coming from such a good spot that it's going to be good? So it can go both ways, right? So sometimes we have people in our lives and we just shake our heads and go, what are you doing in my life? But there's something there. There's something that we just can't give up on them because there's something there. And uh, as a life coach, I do life coaching. And so as a life coach, I see this often. I'll get a client that comes in and I'll be like, wow, this, I can't wait for this call. Yes, I'm enjoying helping this person, but I won't be disappointed when 12 weeks is there because it's 12 coaching, you know, I do. And uh, sometimes they go past that 12 weeks, and then they just kind of never go away. <laughs> you know, we just stay in touch and that kind of thing because I'm seeing a lot of times we come from a really wonderful place within us even if we don't understand it, even if we don't know that we're coming from that pure place. So a lot of people think they're much further behind than they are, and really it's, it's kind of like if you see somebody running track, it's like one of the runners runs so far ahead of the pack that then when he looks up, he thinks he's behind them. Really, he's a lap ahead. And so this happens a lot to people who are seeking uh, personal growth and self-actualization. So it's important for us to understand where are we, where are they. Sometimes it's not explainable by 3D definitions. And so we have to go by, well, it is feeling harmonious to me. Is there something about this? Am I seeing that this person is coming from a place that they don't even recognize yet? And so we kind of hold space for that 
and eventually they get there. Now, that's not the same as saying, oh, I know you're a good soul, so I'm just not going to give up on you. It doesn't mean we give up on people anyway, but I'm going to keep you in my life and allow you to keep beating me up emotionally or whatever it might be because I know there's a good person in there. That doesn't matter. And I know that sounds harsh, but the fact is that there is light in all of us. And if you are seeing light in a person, that's lovely. But it's important to be realistic about where are they coming from and is where they're coming from healthy for you. Just because they have that light in there doesn't mean they're ever going to come from that place. And so it's, that's why it's so important to find if where they're coming from now is at least harmonious with us. Are they at least close enough to a level of themselves that we know, okay, it's worth not giving up on you. But I know where I'm coming from, and I know that at this moment it's not super healthy, and so I'm going to keep that awareness of you, but, and I'm going to hold space for that part of you, but I'm going to step back a little bit until you get a little further along your path. I can see you're almost there. I can feel you're almost there. But at the moment, you're not. I'm seeing sometimes we see prophetically in, in the future or we see what somebody has been in the past. Well, that's not where they're coming from now. And who we are interacting with is the person that they are now, right? So this is a really uh, subtle but important skill to gain. And so I do encourage you all to uh, just Google or something, just, I don't know, whatever, search engine, um, the, different, the different energetic bodies, you know. And it will show kind of like a, usually, it shows like a kind of a circle around a person and another circle and another circle, like a ripple effect sort of. And, and so if you find something like that, just begin to look at the different bodies and look at several of them because there are a lot of different teachings about it. And, you know, it's, again, it's energy and it's fluid. And, and so I would say just kind of choose the one that, right, or just get an idea of what that's like and, and kind of come to your own conclusions about it. Um, <clears throat> I don't, it, in my lifetime, because I've been in this, arena for my whole life, um, I've not really seen anybody who has the one truth because there is no one truth. We're all a lot of different kinds of energy living on the same rock in space. And so there are many different paths to uh, what we would call truth. And there is um, way up there, I suppose, there's one truth, but perception If you think about a prism, right, and so the sun shines through a prism, and as you turn the prism, it, it makes different, casts different lights, right? <clears throat> well, the lights are how the light, the lights on the walls that it casts out are how we're perceiving the one sun moving through that prism in different perspectives, Right, so it's shining through the prism and it's coming out. It's like if you look at those um, the sun catchers, those little crystal ball kind of things that hang in windows. 
and they make the pretty little spots all over the walls, just in case people don't necessarily know what a prism is. That's a prism effect. Well, many of those, if, if we thought about those little spots on the wall that come from the sun shining through the prism, as people or religions or belief systems, each one would say, no, I'm coming from the real sun, right? And they are all coming from that real sun. And so that's really kind of what the different cultures and societies and religions and belief systems and et cetera, et cetera, it's all a pr- just a, a prism effect of one truth. And so there are many paths to one truth. That's what that means. <clears throat> and so as the uh, prism, as the energy moves through all of us, in other words, the perspective has shifted and changed. So it's not so much that I'm right, you're wrong, this country's right, that country's wrong. We're a different part of that one truth. And as it goes through the different generations and the different societies, it gets a little bit shifted and a little bit changed, right? Every time that sun shines through something and then it shines through something else, it shifts. It's fractals. I mean, that kind of gets into the fractal theory, which is way too much for this show. But every little spot on the wall from that sun catcher is legitimately coming from one truth, right? The one sun. S-U-N, sorry, (laughs) not S-O-N. And so that's, it's beneficial to see people and cultures and societies and just everything in that manner. We're all stemming from one truth, but our perception is our own. And they're all different. No, Really, no two people have the exact same perception of what is happening at any given time. And so understanding that as we move through life, understanding that we can both be looking at one thing or we can all be looking at one thing and that one thing is going to trigger different thoughts, opinions, judgments, feelings, whatever it might be within all of us because we've all had different experiences. So the best thing that we can do for ourselves is get to know ourselves, learn to remember to center ourselves so that we at least know where we're coming from. We at least know that we're bringing forth the aspects that we would like to see more of in our lives. Then at least we have half of the equation, right? Then when we interact with people and opportunities and businesses and whatnot uh, in this world, at least have an awareness of, okay, This is what I initially feel about this person, but where are they really coming from? Because what I feel could be a gut instinct, and that's fabulous. But we want to take that gut instinct and and see where is it coming from. Is our instinct telling us this about them, whether it's good, bad, or otherwise, right? Because that's where they're actually coming from, or are we just tuning into the same? So if I'm coming from my emotional body, 
when you look at the chart of, of bodies. I'll, I may put a link in um, to something that would be a good description of that uh, once we finish the show. But um, if I'm coming from my emotional body, then odds are that I'm tuning into their emotional body. Right? Because like attracts like, water seeks its own level, whatever. Right? Um, and so we want to at least be aware, oh, okay, well, this is a part of what I'm feeling of you, but where are you actually coming from? And allowing them the time to let us see that. Now, sometimes we need snap judgments. We need um, quick decisions. And so with that, I always tell people, you know, it's, it's good to go with your gut, calm and, you know, centered all the time, or most of the time, then going with your gut, your gut instinct is fabulous. Other times we see them and we immediately judge based on our past perceptions, right? So we project onto them or they project onto us. So in my line of work, because I'm not really like the other people that do this kind of work, um, it's kind of funny because I don't really fit in anywhere. <laughs> I mean, I have lots of beautiful people in my life. Thank goodness. I'm very blessed with that. But when I go, for instance, I worked in Sedona, Arizona, which um, not know, but most people know is, is really a, it's a world-renowned center for um, metaphysical practitioners and the energy is amazing there and that kind of thing. However, <clears throat> it has become an industry there, a real industry. And so people have it's changed, right? So it's um, very competitive, very, there's just a lot. It's very much business oriented, right? And so when you, I step into Sedona and my whole path in life is to help people release the fear and empower themselves and actually kind of work myself out of a job with people um, when it comes to being a life coach or a psychic, that kind of thing, and instead offer classes to help empower them so yes, come to me once in a while, but, but I don't want you coming back over and over again for those kinds of services <clears throat> because I want you to be learning how to get your own answers a lot of the time. And so if I have worked myself out of a job at any given level, then I have done the right thing because I've empowered you enough to move forward in your life on your own. So other psychics tend not to like me a whole lot unless they are also somebody who is empowering people rather than wanting them to, to keep coming back and come back and come back uh, for just the same service, which makes no sense to me. <clears throat> so uh, they have a perception of me, okay? And when I say they, I mean the people who are not necessarily looking to empower others, right? The people who are running those uh, businesses that rely on people coming back over and over and not being empowered, Right? So they look at me and have a snap judgment. And frankly, I look at them and go, okay, I'm going to take a step back because I've seen this before and I want to know where you're really coming from before I get too close because you like people to come back over and over again and I like to empower them so that they don't have to. And so clearly that is not a harmonious uh, line of energy, right? So... Even within our own industries or our own families or our own 
societies, just because we're in that same arena with someone does not mean that there's going to be a harmonious exchange. It maybe gives us a little more, there's something that we have in common maybe to start off with. But it's really important to look and see, is this actually a harmonious match? How do I actually feel about this? And not take it so personally when other people look at us, know that they're seeing us from wherever they're coming from. And be strong enough. If you're centered within yourself, that's how it doesn't matter what other people think about you. Sometimes it's, it's like, God, I wish I could just be one of those people who is not even phased by what other people think about me. Um, you can be. You know, if you're centered within yourself and you know where you're coming from and you're really working to bring out what you feel is the best in you and, and allow the other to subside a bit and just really focus on the things that you want more of in your life coming forward within you, if you're doing that, then what other people are thinking when they look at you is less important, especially when we understand that they can only see us through the levels of bubble wrap that they're coming from. So we want to instead look at people who are coming from a similar place or a place that we would like to get to. If we want to take into consideration, not, not be controlled by, but take into consideration what people are thinking about us, are they people who are coming from a place that is where we'd like to get to or where we're comfortable being, that kind of thing? Or are they coming from some place that is just so far, um, just from such a different place that, okay, so for instance, um, you know, I don't go out and drink and I don't, I don't, there's a lot of things that I don't do. And it's not like a, well, I don't do that. It's just, that doesn't work for me in my lifestyle. It, it just isn't, I used to, you know, and it really didn't work for me. It was not good. So I have opted to stay out of certain places, kind of stay away from certain people, that kind of thing. And it's not a judgment thing other than I'm judging for myself. Is this harmonious or is it not harmonious? So some people will look at me and see me as um, as aloof, you know. And it's really not at all that I'm aloof. I'm, I'm very shy, believe it or not, very shy. And uh, I, I stand back and I just kind of observe first to kind of get a feel for, hey, are we harmonious or are we not? And if we're not, I'm probably not going to come in real close because why would I do that? <laughs> and it's not saying you're bad because we're not harmonious. It's saying this does not feel like a healthy fit for me, so I'm just going to kind of cruise on elsewhere and leave you to have your your life however you want it. So it's not a judgment call like judging the other person. It's judging is this harmonious or not. 
is this necessary? Sometimes things are not harmonious, but they're necessary. Is it necessary enough to override the fact that it won't be harmonious? And that sometimes is, excuse me, that sometimes is just something we have to deal with, right? You have a boss that maybe you're not harmonious with or people that you work with that you're not harmonious with. And so it's finding the space to be able to work with those people and still stay harmonious within yourself. So I hope this is making sense to you all. I hope that you're kind of getting it. I really do encourage you again to uh, send in questions or comments and also ideas for other topics. I'm going to wrap the show up a little bit early today. I like to allow 90 minutes for it just because sometimes an hour seems too short. Um, but I think when it's just me and no guests that you're probably sick of my voice already. <laughs> uh, so I do want to thank you for joining us. And uh, again, I encourage ideas for topics and questions and comments. We do have the show set up for um, – you can subscribe to it on iTunes and receive the podcast. Uh, and you can, I think there's a join button or subscribe button on Blog Talk somewhere, and that helps me if you guys like what you're hearing for you to just hit that because that tells Blog Talk that, yes, people are liking what we're doing, and they show it to, I think they show the promotions to more people. Um, and you can find me at mysticaltruth.com. I do psychic readings, mediumship, life coaching. I also coach people who are coming into their own uh, psychic gifts and not really sure how to handle it. Um, and so because I've been doing it for so long and I grew up this way, I really have a different perspective, and I've gained a lot along the way to be able to handle it effectively. Um, and we do also hold classes and events and that kind of thing, uh, both online and in person. So check out the website and look at the calendar of events. We do have something coming up in Phoenix in, uh, the, I believe, the last weekend in October. And uh, it will be a whole weekend. <clears throat> We're still details bringing to Phoenix. If we'll have other people joining us, what classes we'll, and events we'll be offering, that kind of thing. But if you're able to join us, we would love you to do that. Dale area. And, uh, and then in January early January, we're looking at potentially having something in Las Vegas, and that will be a little bit bigger and maybe a little more people than just me. Uh, put together a really neat group so that you can get your year started uh, beautifully and make 2018 even more amazing. On it. And, uh, and so I hope you'll you know, think about joining us for those things. And um, I do thank you for joining me here, and I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much, and have a beautiful Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.